1: Welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm Melanie Benson, and I'm your guest host today. Uh, I am part of the Women's Speaker Association executive team, but I'm also a profit amplifier and host of my own podcast, Amplify Your Success. And I'm so excited to uh, get on the other side of the mic with Anne-Marie Cross today, our normal host of the show. So let me introduce Anne-Marie in a whole new light. Dubbed the podcasting queen by her guests, Anne-Marie started her first podcast in 2008 to be the voice of inspiration and hope amongst the deluge of doom and gloom being portrayed across all traditional media after the global financial crisis devastated families worldwide. 10 years later, Anne-Marie continues to be a voice of inspiration in her own award-winning business and leadership-focused podcasts, and the podcasts she hosts and produces for her clients, such as this one. So, as we turn the mic on Anne Marie today, she's going to share how podcasts are winning hands down in being able to maintain the attention of your ideal client, even if the stats say the average attention span is about twelve seconds how to leverage a podcast series in your speaking strategy to take you from invisible to influential with your ideal client, and an alternative solution if you don't want to have an ongoing podcast or you just worry about having to do all of the production and publishing and promotion by yourself.
0: So welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Well, thank you so much, Melanie. It's a pleasure to be here and so great that we get to speak again and the, the microphone and the tables are turned. Yeah, how does it feel to be on the other side of the mic today? <laughs> oh, you know what, I love speaking about this particular topic and I know, uh, well, my intention is to provide as much value as I can for all of the, you know, the audience of WSA so that they can make an informed decision about whether or not, if they're not yet podcasting, whether a podcast is certainly going to help them in their their speaking careers.
1: Yeah, well, you are definitely one of the authorities in this area. You obviously are an amazing host of this podcast. And we're so fortunate to have you helping speakers all over the world learn so much about, um, you know, all the different ways that can grow a speaking business. But really, I know podcasting is one of your great loves. I, I'd love to talk first about the the podcasting movement. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's this huge momentum around podcasting. I've heard people talk about statistics like, um, like it's growing like faster than any other digital media right now. Yes. Is that what you're hearing too? Yeah. Why do you think it's growing so fast?
0: It is. It's a very exciting. I think a couple of reasons. Number one, where we used to have our attention, such as radio and maybe even television as well. And I'm not bagging them, but what I'm finding and what I'm hearing as far as feedback is concerned, we are tired of being bombarded with irrelevant information and so many adverts. I don't know about you in the US, but here in, in, in Australia, between any pieces of content, there's ad after ad after ad after ad. And some of the topics that people are focusing on on the shows are not really relevant either. So what people are realising is that there's quality, high content specific to various topics. I mean, I, one of my colleagues listens to a knitting podcast, for goodness sake. She She's an avid knitter, a hobbyist, and she listens to a, a, a knitting podcast. So I think a lot of our audience are now turning to podcasts because it's quality content. We're not bombarded with irrelevant information, you know, adverts and so forth. And secondly, I think too, because we are getting busier and our attention spans are waning, and, and yes, there are studies that prove that you know around 12 seconds is the, the average attention span. We can listen to podcasts while we and educate ourselves and, and become inspired by the content while we're commuting, while we're at home. And in, in actual fact you probably would have heard of Edison Research. They do a, a, a annual infinite dial study in 2018, Melanie was saying that of people listen to podcasts at home, 22% when they're driving, 4% when they're commuting and even 3% when they're walking around, so obviously getting some exercise, but then 11% at work and and others 7%. And if you think that people are, are recognising the value of this content, there's this increase. People are hungry for this content, they're hungry for this information. And that's what we're hearing and seeing as well.
1: I haven't heard those facts or those statistics and that's fascinating and yes. it's so, I mean it just makes the idea of having a podcast so compelling it if does. you don't have one already. Yeah,
0: but you know what's interesting about those statistics, Melanie, is that people are listening to our content, your content because you're a great podcast host and I know you give you know such value in your shows. People are listening to this content because they choose to in their own personal time when they're at home when they're driving and then, of course, commuting and who knows where they're going. However, um, if you think about that, they're spending 20 to 30 minutes on a, on a consistent basis listening to your voice, to your content, and, of course, the guests that you have and feature on your show. That's incredible. I think advertisers, you know, the traditional media, they are scrambling to try and get this kind of attention. But sadly, they're, they're not. But podcasters, they are. And, and it, I think it's exciting.
1: I do too. I didn't know that either. I mean, you're so full of great information. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we talk a little bit about why a podcast is working mm-hmm. to attract ideal clients and, you know, kind of putting you maybe a, a like standing out amongst yes. a very crowded marketplace yeah. these days.
0: Great, great uh, question. And I think so valid when we think about how much Noise and clutter is out there on the market, but as businesses, we're busy, aren't we? We've got limited time, so we want to make sure, and this is what I encourage everyone to do, before you decide to implement any strategy, you want to make sure that it is aligned to who you are and what you do. Like, for instance, if you're not going to enjoy it, then why do it? You'll end up just burning out. But here are some really great um, facts and things that we're starting to see um, from the feedback that we're getting. And of course, you'll, you'll probably relate to this, and I know that I do too. The fact that people are spending more time listening and consuming audio content, there's something very special about hearing your voice in, and, and having your voice played in their ear. And I think what's, what's happening, because people are regularly um, listening to podcasts in their own personal time, uh, they get to know, like, and trust you more. You can convey so much more um, character of who you are, mannerisms, and build such a deeper rapport. There's something quite unique and special from hearing someone laugh than reading LOL, you know, in a book or in an article. And I think we can build such a deeper relationship with our listeners and of course our guests too as we're interviewing them. One of the things that I get quite often and and you probably as well, Melanie, from listeners, they go, you know what, I just found your show, I love it, I can't wait to binge listen to all of the other shows that you have. Now, if you've got multiple shows and you continue to, to add to that, that just means so much more time that your ideal client or referral partner uh, is going to spend with you. Now, you could not get that kind of attention uh, on video or even in a networking event, because as we know, time is precious and and, and quite often uh, we don't have a lot of it. But if they're consuming your podcast, they're spending time with you and you don't even realize it often till of course you've got the strategy that pulls them from your podcast over to your list and then you can nurture it that way. So very exciting things that we're seeing happening.
1: And I love that we're talking about this because we all know in marketing, it's about who we know, mm. who we trust, and that comes from rapport. And so people are spending this much time with you, you know listening to you, do interviews or share you know what what's up for you in your own life. then they're bonding with you and that trust is starting to build. And I think that's what I love the most. I see people, they have these just amazing movements and followers and people clamoring for more from them
0: because they're spending three or four days a week or or one day a week listening to you. Yeah, absolutely. Just some other statistics too that I want to bring forward, which I think are are so crucial as marketers, as business owners, and this again is pulled from the Edison Research Infinite Dial study, podcast listeners are also more active on every social media channel. So what does that mean? Well, if we as a business and a brand, if we've got a podcast and our listeners are also hopping across and following us and engaging with us, even if they're looking and just monitoring um, you know, the, the activity on our social media channels, That again is gonna deepen the relationship because our ideal clients, our listeners are consuming our podcasts, but they're also seeing our other touch points and the other content. And as we know, the more touch points we have with our ideal clients, and this could be event coordinators, it could be referral partners, all of that, key alliance partners, that means you'll quicken the relationship from just knowing you, finding out about you, to, hey, we need to have a conversation, love what you're doing, when can we talk? That's really exciting, too. So if, if you've got a podcast, you'll find that more of your podcast listeners will connect and engage with you across social media channel. So for all the people who are podcasting already, make sure you've got up-to-date social media pro- platforms and profiles, because guess what? Your listeners are checking you out. Mm, so mm. true.
1: Oh, let's talk about the speaking side of the house. And you know, you're know, you building a speaking business, or you're out there actively speaking, how can we leverage the power of having a podcast in our speaking strategy?
0: Yeah, great, great question. One of the things that I'm doing, I've done this myself, for myself, and we're now doing this with clients, is we're creating what we call a, a podcast series now we've had uh, three-part podcast series we've had five podcast series so the number really depends on the content and, and what you want to share but what we're doing is we're creating that and that really has you as the expert providing and speaking into the challenges and the struggles of your ideal client but providing you know in incredible valuable information but you have that set up so how often when we go and speak whether it be on stage, whether it be in a webinar or a tally summit we really, really, if we're honest, we're scratching the surface. So if our ideal client is listening or and watching us, we can then say to them, look, I've just scratched the surface. Uh, I've been able to dive much deeper into all of these areas and even areas I haven't covered today, and you need to... Be mindful of these if you want to be an influential voice in your industry. So go and subscribe to my podcast series, and then of course you'll give that URL. So this podcast series actually becomes part of your opt-in strategy, your list building strategy, but it's a way that people can engage further with you and your content if you set that up really well. And of course, then whilst you've only had, I don't know how long you've spoken, but say you've done a 30-minute presentation, you then get to spend another hour and a half with that person in their ear sharing your content and building that relationship if you use a podcast strategy as part of your speaking and and obviously what the call to action is that you guide people to and that's been working significantly well
1: you know i've been watching people use their speaking events to also grow their podcast following yes and you know i think having that next step is so smart but also remember like you're on a stage they're already loving you they're you're bonding Mm -hmm. with them it's a great way to build up those those podcast followings by getting them to subscribe right there when you're in the room with them yes
0: yeah, absolutely. And one of the things and and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later too is that some people don't necessarily want to have an ongoing podcast and that's fine. But how often do you go to a speaking event you have spoken, people come up to you and go, "Oh, I love that. Do you have a podcast?" Now, I have even colleagues that have come up to me and said, Amory, we need to talk because I need to get something together because I'm asked all the time. And they don't want to have an ongoing one. But if you have this, like a three-part or a five-part, then you can say, yes, you can go and subscribe here and give them access to obviously and then they can absorb that content that way but you can use that as you say to build your list to really nurture that list and to continue to really to position yourself as that influential voice and not necessarily have an ongoing podcast if you don't want to do one but absolutely then they'll engage with that content they'll engage with you across social media so you really are covering all those touch points to to build that and strengthen that relationship for sure
1: I'm very intrigued by this idea of shorter segments, but I'm going to come back to that in a minute because I want to kind of ride this wave a little bit more of speaking and, mm-hmm. and influence building. And I I imagine that there's a lot of benefits to having a podcast that play out, you know, in building credibility and kind of positioning yourself as the authority in a particular area and really like standing out more of as as, as an influencer. Mm-hmm. How do you see that working with hosting a podcast?
0: Absolutely. Well, I think with the podcast, the fact that we can spend more time with someone means we can dive deeper into content and for a longer period of time. Obviously, it has to be valuable otherwise you're going to lose the interest of the you know the, you know, the listener and then they'll leave. Secondly, because there is more of that deeper engagement, you've got more opportunity to really Uh, influence change you know change their thinking or support them in changing their thinking and I think it was Steve Jobs if I remember correctly who quoted that as we share stories we can impact we can influence and we can change cultures so I think with a podcast, if you've got a series or even an ongoing one, if you are someone, and I know so many women are part of uh, you know, the organization because they feel uh, their stand for is to make change, positive change in their area of, of expertise and interest. Now, if you've got a podcast with a theme, with you know, guests who align with your core values and who also contribute to that conversation, your podcast as a whole can continue to speak in into that which you want to change and impact. And as you said, create a movement, build a following of like-minded people who share your content, who engage with you, and ultimately become your clients. Um, you know, if you're encouraging them to to do that in the back end strategy, but that's what a podcast can do. Podcast series or a podcast, you can change opinions, you can influence opinions, and uh, change the way people think about the area that you want to you know make an impact in. It's powerful stuff.
1: Mm. Yeah, and you know, I'm just imagining a question coming up at this moment, somebody listening and thinking, yeah, I love this idea of getting a podcast, Um, like, if they're trying to decide if they're going to interview guests or maybe just do their own content, like,
0: how do you Help someone decide which direction to go. Yeah, there's two things that you want to consider. And firstly is, uh, and this is what I teach all my clients, and, and how I view my podcast. I'm an introvert, an extroverted introvert, so I love you know speaking in the microphone, but after that, too much peopleing really wears me out. So I use my podcast, and I'm sure you do too, Melanie, to get in front of people who you want to build a connection with. They've got great content because you know it's going to provide value to your listeners. But there's also often people that you want to want to interview because they're influential in their own right and they've got a community of your ideal clients so as you're continuing to interview these people you're building a relationship and I've met so many incredible guests who have either become clients or referral partners or there's some way that we continue to support one another which is fantastic so it's a great way to build Connections and obviously other opportunities, even speaking opportunities. I've been, um, you know, interviewing someone and then they've said at the end, "Oh, I'd love for you to speak on my Tally Summer" or some webinar that they're doing so that's a great way for those opportunities secondly if you want to provide information on your own on your podcast you can do that but here's a couple of things to consider as you're sharing you want to make sure that you don't come across as lecturing because one of the things that will often happen is it'll take us back to those days when we think in, in the classroom you know when our lecturer was kind of just telling us how it should be but here's another interesting thing that I found too in my own podcast that I do myself and even feedback that I've gotten from other guests who also have a podcast is that there's something quite unique about when you speak only and sharing content in a way that is engaging and, and you know people can relate to it. There's higher listens. There's higher listens. In fact, one of my colleagues from one of my podcasts um, that I was producing a number of years ago said to me once, why don't you do a show just on your own? And I said to her, do you think people will be interested? And she said, uh, yes. So I did that. It had quadruple the amount of listens within a short amount of time. And so this is what I do. And every it's going to be different for everyone whilst i love to interview other people and because i'm learning to always learning as i'm as i'm interviewing building connections i do that as a major portion for my podcast but what i do do is like once a quarter or it's done intentionally i'll bring in my voice so I, it might be a shorter episode but i might summarize some of the things and the learnings and then add my insights and my thoughts to what you know the topic and what is being discussed and that, that is kind of a strategy that I recommend for others too. But you've got to see what fits in with you. What are, is the intention that you want your podcast to, to generate? What's the end in mind? What's the goal? And then you decide what that format, what that structure is going to look like in your interviews. Does that help?
1: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, from my own experience, I've also noticed that, you know, if it's just you, which could be super valuable, but you're also the only one that's going to, you know, get it out there until people start sharing it. Yeah. And you have a guest, you know, you can ask them if they'll help share it. And so yes. you're also getting access to their communities. And it's, it's a nice way to kind of get things up and running, even if you don't do it all the time, yes. to get people uh, to help, you know get more listeners yeah
0: exactly something else that i've done which has worked really well is if you do want to interview guests there may be a little snippet which you um, incorporate towards the end of your podcast or even in the beginning but i think at the end tends to work better And it might be a two minute or three minute, whatever you want, not too long, snippet where you bring your expertise and then you end with your call to action, whatever that might be. And that is incorporated into the actual structure of the show. So you have a guest, they provide, you know, key knowledge and then you bring something into that as well. And that that kind of can can create a really great show too. And ultimately your guest is going to share that with their community. And there you are towards the end of the show providing your insights to that. And then people who listen to that uh, show will then get your uh, view on that. And then obviously from that uh, subtle call to action can then connect with you. And and that starts the whole process. Or even if you've got a podcast series, which is all structured for you, that's what you would be uh, driving them to.
1: That's a great tip. I love it. (laughs) Well, I've run across people from time to time who love the idea of a podcast, but don't actually want to do an ongoing podcast and they, you know they're not really like feeling like they want to take on the technology and getting all that uh, production side done Like,
0: what's your advice for
1: someone who's in that
0: space sure uh, one of the things that we've done is created a solution that supports people like that and in fact it's been uh, we've launched that because of the fact so many people have a voice they have a message but they say you know what we do not want to be bogged down with all that back-end stuff. That's not their expertise, and we know, and I know, Melanie, you say this to people too, and I've interviewed you. Our best use of time and our expertise uh, is not this it's certainly not this it's not bookkeeping unless of course you're a bookkeeper well that that obviously is your thing so what we can do is we can actually help people uh, we can interview them and help them create their three-part podcast series and even if they have an ongoing one um, we we just take the raw audio and we do everything else we'll even publish it for and promote it for them so there's a lot of benefits from that third-party links we also host, you know, this podcast, Speaker Success Podcast on our Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network. So we get a lot of traffic because we have so many um, listeners that come to for the guests for the multiple shows we produce. So there's there's that aspect of that. Uh, if people want to reach out, they certainly can. But one of the things that I thought could be beneficial, Melanie, is just to share a little bit about if people are thinking about a podcast series, some of the things that they want to have uh, incorporated into their series so that it is much more there's a lot of strategy there's much more thought than just picking up a microphone and speaking into that and I think that's going to be really good value if people are considering having a podcast series to use as part of that speaking strategy and ongoing relationship building
1: yeah i totally agree and yes. and i guess i i mean i think this would be an important time to share you as a resource because mm-hmm. you are an expert in this you have so many great programs so many great resources like how could somebody get you to help them get their podcast yeah out there?
0: sure well there's two myths let me just um address two myths which a lot of people think they say you need to have a list before you you know, start a podcast to generate uh, great results. In actual fact, I switch, I kind of twist that on its head and say, actually, you don't need to. Uh, People, even if you don't have a very big list, if you create a podcast series, which you know is going to speak into the issues and and provide solutions for your ideal clients, pressing point and challenges, you use that podcast series to build your list. The exciting thing about that is the people who subscribe and get onto your list are going to be your ideal clients because of the fact that they put up their hand and said, yes, this is of interest to me. And then you can continue to um, nurture that relationship with the the emails and other subsequent uh, resources you provide. Also, people say that you need an ongoing podcast to generate results. And again, that's not necessarily true. You can have that podcast series, as we said. But where we can help is really establish three key podcast series or episodes that really are going to speak into the challenges and solutions. So there's three things that you need to consider. You need to engage with your ideal client, which is obviously your community, your your listener. We've already spoken, Melanie, about building no like and trust. And you need to do that and you need to really position yourself as that influential voice. And it's interesting and you know sometimes so often we can be an expert or be very influential and knowledgeable about a certain area, but we can often take that for granted. So we miss the golden nuggets, or we assume that people are aware of it, but that could be that element which becomes that you know disruptive voice. When you're sharing content, this is really important, even in speaking, we want to educate people, but we follow a three-pronged approach. And this is what I do in all of my podcast episodes with my clients. So you want to provide value absolutely through each podcast, but you want to challenge the status quo. What's something that your industry is talking about, which is not necessarily the truth? Or in some instances, some of my clients, they are speaking up against it. I've got a you know client who is going against the financial industry because He knows that they are not sharing all of the relevant information that enables their clients to make an informed decision. So this is the the whole challenge and disruption in his voice that he wants to bring into that industry. But you also need to dispel any mistruths, so any misunderstanding or perception that your ideal client has as well as misconceptions things that again are not necessarily true and often we don't do that we provide great quality content but we don't speak about that unwritten uh, voice or you know the mindset that's going to stop people from saying yep I I need this, she she knows exactly who I am and what I'm going through. And then, of course, you need to entice people. What's that call to action? And has your entire episode and podcast series um, been building momentum? up until the point that when you do mention uh, your call to action, people are rushing. Like they would be listening to your podcast and they would go, I need to pull over and, and, and write this down, I need to get access to that. Now, if you incorporate those things into your podcast series, even in your speaking you know your speaking uh, topics and presentations, that's gonna mean that your ideal client will step forward and say yes to that call to action. And that's so, so, so true. And very important and often what I see missing when I do my podcast audits and because people have got great content they say but I'm not able to monetize it that's often the reason because we're providing great value but we're not creating that intensity that people go I need more I want more and then your call to action is going to enable them to know how to do that and they'll follow you across to, to where you you send them
1: Glad you brought that up because I was going (laughs) to ask you about monetizing, but I I just, we had so much to cover, (laughs) but it's so true. Thank you for talking about that. So, Amber, is there anything else you want us to know or should we should cover before we wrap up today?
0: Yeah, sure. Just on that monetization, uh, what we've spoken about today is very much going to be relevant for people if they haven't got a podcast. But if you have got a podcast and you're struggling to monetize that, and when the first podcast that I have was a co hosted podcast, that was back in 2008 and that was back in the time and for many years after that I would have to tell people what a podcast was because I'd get this blank face what's a podcast thankfully now that's changed but we struggled to monetize that there was a lot of things that we didn't do there was a lot of things that we did do um, that we could have done even better so if you've got a podcast and you are struggling to monetize that I am just in the process of putting together a, a package which allows me to do a deep dive an audit and a strategy session where we will map out you know what you need to do the gaps you need to fill what you're doing really well and can continue to do that and that's certainly something that um, I'd encourage people to do rather than to stop doing their podcast at all or thinking that what they're doing is not really providing value sometimes it's just a matter of tweaking what's working already and incorporating some things um, that uh, you need so that you can eventually monetize your podcast and the best way to connect with me Melanie is just to go to podcastingwithpurpose.com my free mini training for those who are just getting started go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training you can access that and on that website's my contact details if you want to know more about the podcast audit and strategy session
1: uh, I'm so glad you have such a great resource to share I mean I, I encourage everyone to do at least the mini series if you don't do a full-on podcast but having a podcast is fun it's powerful and it's such an amazing way to connect with influencers and experts all over the world so henry thanks so much for letting me turn the mic on you today and showcasing all of your amazing wisdom
0: well not all of
1: it but some of it
0: (laughs) (laughs) my my pleasure thank you so much it's been a pleasure you've been listening to speaker success podcast brought to you by Women's Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.